0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Austin Haynes with The Waking Justice Project, and this is your daily wake-up call. Here's what the corporatocracy is up to today, December 12th, 2019. You can visit our website at wakingjustice.org for more details. Here are the headlines. In our podcast yesterday for Whistleblower Wednesday, we discussed the quote, lies by omission by corporate news outlets. Two whistleblowers have exposed a huge cover up about a faked poison gas attack in Syria in 2017 that was staged by a CIA front group called the White Helmets. The staged attack was blamed on the Syrian government, and calls for U.S. retaliation against the Syrian government were given the full throated support of the Western corporate media. Within days, the US, France, and Britain ended up bombing over 150 government targets in Syria. And now, two whistleblowers, both reputable scientists, have come forward and effectively confirmed that the poison gas attack was completely faked. It's a huge bombshell, but no corporate outlets are investigating it. That's what we meant by lies by omission by the corporate media. So it was with great surprise that we discovered reports on two other equally stunning revelations that the corporate media did report on yesterday. Well, sort of, you be the judge. The first revelation was about the ongoing war in Afghanistan, and as you'll see, it ultimately amounts to just another campaign of lies by omission by the corporate media. See if you can figure it out before we give the reveal. There were actually two angles pushed yesterday about Afghanistan. One was in the Washington Post, which did a big flashy production, claiming they'd uncovered a, quote, trove of confidential documents about the failings of the Afghanistan war effort. The US military invaded Afghanistan in 2001, supposedly as part of the global war on terror, to bring, quote, peace and democracy to that country, and to root out the terrorists. As indie journal Caitlin Johnstone observed, the WAPO article basically just propped up old info that had been previously published about various military commanders saying the war has been failing to win peace, etc. No real new news there. The other article about Afghanistan was published by the New York Times with a similar revelatory tone. But this time about money, that the Afghan war has now cost over $2 trillion, and for what, the author asked. The Times piece claimed that much of that money had been lost to corruption among Afghan officials and done little to help the Afghanis still stuck in poverty. And like the Post, the Times echoed similar complaints about the failings of US military operations to win an enduring peace there, etc. Again, no real new news there either. So what do you think the Washington Post and the New York Times might have left out of their little circle jerk? Well, it turns out that the US military occupation is mostly all about a boondoggle of natural resources. As the corporatocracy is long known, Afghanistan has massive natural gas reserves and one of the richest mineral and precious metal fields in the world including precious stones and rare metals worth trillions with an S as US General Petraeus let slip back in 2010. So the war in Afghanistan was always just a coup to enrich the US corporatocracy just like it's trying to do in Syria and Venezuela and like it just did in Bolivia. The other apparent big revelation yesterday was the quote stunning findings about massive income inequality in the US. It was based on some recycled data that was originally published back in 2016 and made popular by Democratic candidate Bernie Sanders. Remember how Sanders talked about the grotesque inequality in the US where the top three richest Americans own more wealth than the bottom 50% of American workers? That data. But yesterday's article did offer some new insights, most notably that the vast income gap between the top 1% whose income has increased 100 times faster than the average working Americans has done so for two main reasons. One is the skyrocketing wage rates for wealthy corporate elites over the past several years and two is the massive tax reductions over the past several years for the wealthiest wage earners. In fact, the author noted that in 2018, for the first time in US history, the top 400 earners in America paid a lower effective tax rate than average working class Americans. What the fuck? The author said there are many reasons for this, including reduced estate and corporate taxes, etc. And he ended the article stating how to change these trends is a debate progressives will relish. These new findings should help their case. But he left out a few important points about how wealthy elites got those big new incomes and sweet new tax breaks. What the author left out was that Trump's new tax plan that was passed in 2017 is considered the biggest wealth grab in modern history. And do you know who held that record before Trump? Barack Obama. As the New York Post reported in 2016, the Obama year should be known as the great fleecing of America because, quote, Obama oversaw the greatest transfer of wealth to the wealthiest elites in the history of the world, unquote. And as renowned French economist Thomas Piketty said at the end of Obama's presidency, wealth inequality in the U.S. is now higher than any other society at any time in the past anywhere in the world. In 2014, Princeton University conducted a study that revealed the true reality of wealth and power in America. The researchers proved that working-class Americans now have, quote, a near-zero statistically non-significant impact on U.S. public policy, and that when corporate elites want to stop a new policy, there is a 100% chance they'll get their way. As Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Chris Hedges has said, the corporate coup d'etat of America is now complete. Corporate elites now control all levers of democratic power in the U.S. And the elites will not give up their power. We will have to take it from them. And that means revolution, Hedges said. Mass nonviolent civil disobedience. We agree, and if you'd like to learn more about how all of us in the work of global justice can join together in mass-organized boycott to force this corporatocracy to the people's bargaining table, to end all this injustice, cruelty, and corruption, and to help save our planet, please visit our website at wakingjustice.org. You can check out our About page and listen to our first podcast. And if you'd like to get your daily wake-up call delivered each day by email, just fill out the contact form at the top right of the home page, Or you can email us at info at wakingjustice.org. We'd love to hear from you, but we're running out of time, y'all. So join us. Peace. You must be involved in the struggle for freedom. And just and just, trust, trust. If it's, if it's my love, love. It's Justice my love. is waking Justice is rising Justice is waking Justice Justice is rising if it's if it's love. Love. free life, red or yellow, black or white, left or right, gay or straight, human or animal or life, cause what matters is what is in common, if you know it's stand tall and keep dropping the justice knowledge, justice is waking, justice is rising and it ain't just us, it's all of us, if it's our love.